Hello, everybody, and welcome to the sixth episode of Shaking and Crying. For today, February 21st, 2018, I'm Rob Roberts. And I'm Aria Snark, but you can call me Victoria if you're nasty. Thanks for checking out our show dedicated to geek culture, pop culture, and me desperately trying not to trip and break my neck over the hordes of fabric that's laying on the floor of my living room. I saw the pictures of the cosplay on your Instagram. You're getting there. When's, when's the Seattle con you're going to? The Emerald City, right? I leave on Tuesday. Oh, snap. You're in the, the final stage of that. I'm in hashtag con crunch mode. Uh-oh. How long are you there in, in uh, Seattle? I love that town. I'm... I land Tuesday night and I leave Monday afternoon. Dang it. We should have got flyers for the show for you to hand out. Promotion I know. And stuff. Damn it. Just be sure to tell everybody you know. Do you have Do you have like cosplay business cards? That's when you I know. I do. Yeah, I have oh. a shitload of cosplay business cards that I need to get through. But like once I get through them, I'm going to put the show on my business cards. That's when you know it's serious, girl. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, I, I, do a lot of, I do a lot of photo shoots with different photographers and stuff. Nice. And like it's hard to keep them all straight. And like, my, oh yeah, hey, I'm Aria Snark on Instagram. Like, it's easier if I give them a card and they can take a picture of me, like, holding the card. That way they know who to tag. Oh, okay. That's pretty clever. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Speaking of advertisements, uh, a big hello to anybody who saw the first movie ad at Rocky in SAC this Saturday. Yeah. Or, sorry, Hi, guys. It was a rare Friday show. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, it was a great crowd. I had a lot of fun. Oh, that's good. It was very loud. As Rocky Horror should be. I mean, yeah, Rocky should be loud. If it's quiet, then it's awkward. Like when we used to do the shows at the Retrodome in San, in San Jose, it was more like a theater audience instead of like yeah. a Rocky audience. Yeah. And so I'd be up there and I'd be doing Trixie and taking my fucking clothes off and it would be a silent audience. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's not, that is bad for the ego. And that's okay. I guess I'm going to go and cry in the corner now because you guys didn't cheer when I got naked for you. I love, I love the retro dome though that I miss that place. That place had so much charm and it was the place where I saw the uh, mama Mia sing along. Yes. I was there with you. Of course. That's right. We all, it was, and it was now it's us. a parking lot. Yeah. What? Yeah. Now, now it's, it's a parking, parking lot. lot. No, I think they put in a cell phone store. Oh, <laughs> hot damn. <laughs> Well, I went from a um, loud day at the movies to a quiet day at the movies. Uh, Sunday, I finally got around to seeing Lady Bird. Look at you. You're already up three movies for the year. I'm so proud of you. Right? I've smashed my 2017 record of two movies, and I'm now seeing three. And they're all Oscar contenders. Look at you. Look at me. So I finally saw the one that they make. You know they make a big deal out of Lady Bird here in Sacramento. Because of course they do, because it's the only thing that's ever happened to Sacramento. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Besides a basketball team that doesn't win much, and that one time yeah. we had a famous governor, right? No, I. Uh, oh God, I loved Lady Bird though. I really did. In all seriousness, like it wasn't. I don't think it was just the fact that it was like a Sacramento movie. Although certainly, like, oh my God, do I see parallels to my own? Because I've lived here my entire life. The thirty-nine, you know, years of my existence, I've lived in the Sacramento. Furthest I've ever lived was Chico. Which even then, I was still coming to Sacramento on the weekends for Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> so it was, you know, I was basically living in Sacramento for thirty-nine years. But I don't think it was just that. Like I went with uh, my buddy Jamie from one of my other shows, Orange Lounge Radio, and uh, Jamie was really moved by it too because she saw a lot about like her upbringing in Mobile. Not that Sacramento is like Mobile, but like the whole like leaving the nest type of thing, yeah. right? Which I don't think Lady Bird is meant to be a play on like nest bird nest but that's but that's kind of like what it's about like the movie is you know leaving home and obviously um 
you know, the the troubles that she had with her mom. Like, I'm not trying to spoil the whole movie. I'm not. But, like, the troubles she had with her mom and stuff, you know, that certainly resonated with me because, you know, I lost my mom last year. And even though I don't think we ever fought, fought quite as ugly as they did in the movie, we definitely had, you know, our own differences and stuff. So it was uh, – I, I applied to go to school in New York as well, except Lady Bird got in. Oh. <laughs> That's all right. That's you know what? Everything happens for a reason and I'm totally cool with the co- me and college weren't meant for each other. No. No. It's same same though. Like I I kind of fizzled out and you know, I'm happy where I'm at. I've got a good job. I don't have a college degree, so. Yeah, same same. I mean like not that I would advocate people like don't go to college. It's better. But like you people have to do what works for them. And uh you know, some people need to go right into the working world, and that's what I did. Some people get a great uh, four years of experience by doing college stuff. Uh, and I think college was, I don't regret going, even though I didn't finish because I learned a lot. Like originally I wanted to go into radio. Look where I ended up. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, but part of that was that I wanted to be a weatherman. And I actually, I interned, uh, at a television station and I was, I really had my eyes open to just how, like my perception anyway, was how miserable everybody working there was. And I was like, well, this is, this is really unfortunate. Like, I don't know if this is really something for me. So I kind of forged my own path. So instead of forecasting the weather, I talked to people about my company when we hire them as a trainer. So, but I love it. I love what I do. You would have made a great weather man. Oh my God. (laughs) I know it is kind of a bummer to think what might've been right. You know, (laughs) It's going to be 35 and extra chilly today. Be sure to bring a warm jacket. <laughs> you're, you're extra, speaking of extra. Or me. Jesus. Bitch, it's going to snow. <laughs> it's raining, bitch. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry. Enough about me. How was, how was, how was your little week? Um, I mean, I've just been in my apartment stress sewing. <laughs> Poor thing. So, I mean... Honestly, and I, and I do this to myself, though. Like, I procrastinate to the point where, um, like, I usually have to bring my sewing machine with me to finish my costumes the day before I'm supposed to wear them. Um, like, I made, um, I made Kaylee's shindig dress from Firefly. Mm-hmm. And finishing that dress literally gave me a panic attack Wait because minute, girl. girl you are was, you are not gonna check a sewing machine as baggage to go bitch, to see you it. can carry that shit on the plane that can be your carry-on <laughs> okay oh. because i found that out because i went to arkansas last year um because my mom lives there and because there's, I went to there, Arkansas there is last no year. other reason the bitch would go to Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, Let's my mom clear. lives there. Like, that's that's it. Um, my mom had back surgery, and she didn't have anybody to take care of her. And I was like, well, who's going to, like, help you, like, in the bathroom and, like, help you take a shower and stuff? Like, wh- Hannah's not going to do that. My sister, she's 13. She's not going to do that. Um, and so uh, I said, okay, well, I can take some time off of work. So I went out there and I was like, well, if I'm going to be out in Arkansas, like I might as well be productive. And this was right before um, I was fun employed. So I still had a job at at that time. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just bring my Cinderella dress that I could work on that. And so I packed up, I checked my dress form. I got, I went to, there's like, there's a box store near my house. I went to the box store and I found a box big enough for my dress form. I shoved all of my fabric in there and then, um, 
I may, I went on the internet and I looked it up and I was like, how, cause I didn't want to like trust Southwest with my sewing machine. I'm like they would just throw my shit around and my shit would break. You know, like my, my machines, I mean, it's not super expensive, but like it's a better machine than the one I had. Um, and so I found out that it's basically like a laptop. You can take it on as your carry on. You just have to take it out of the bag when you go through security and like run it through on its own little bin, like you do with your laptops. So, and like, they let me have the needle in there and everything. Like, it's just, as long as you don't have scissors that are bigger than, you know, whatever their, their standards are, um, you can take a sewing machine as a carry on item on a plane. Well, how about that? The more, you know, let me tell you, let me tell you listeners, um, you get a lot of weird looks when you take a sewing machine (laughs) On an airplane, it's like because what are you gonna do? Sew on the plane? <laughs> I'm like, if it was a if it was a long enough flight, and if it was like a nonstop flight, I probably would have. Like, That's... if I had a, a power outlet, like when I went to New York, um, I had a power outlet like in my seat, and so I would have sat there and been like, "Fuck it, I got shit to do." <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so you can take a sewing machine. Um, I took mine out of my bag because I heard something rattling around in there. I took it out when I got to the gate and I swear to God, people like stared at me. Like I took a fucking bomb out of a bag because I don't think anybody had ever seen a sewing machine. Victoria, you're not supposed to say that word around an airplane. I didn't say that word around an airplane. I just said it looked like they looked at me like that. way. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not near an airplane. I live like five miles from the airport. It's fine. Um, but yeah, like people gave me the weirdest looks and I'm like, I have shit to do. I don't know what I'm going to Arkansas. What else am I supposed to do? (laughs) You would think people going to Arkansas would have seen it before. I don't know. I know. Right. Because they make their Um, own clothes out there. Right. It's basically Amish country. Right. That's where like Dolly Parton grew up. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Didn't she grow up in Tennessee? Eh, Close enough. I know because Dollywood's in Tennessee. It is. Dollywood's in Pigeon Forge. Hashtag life goals. I know, right? We should go to Dollywood. Oh, my God. Victoria, why can't we get famous doing a podcast? Because then we could fund our trip to Dollywood and do, like, a a, a YouTube special or something. Yeah, Since... that could be the best Robin Victoria goes to video ever. <laughs> Since I don't think we'd even get on basic cable. <laughs> I know, right? We just like, have okay, to... you have to go to our YouTube and check us out because we're dumb. Um, no, they wouldn't want our asses on basic cable. We swear too much. That's true. You, I think you can swear on some light cable stuff now. Like, I swear I hear more, like, shit. I, the only thing I don't hear is fuck on TV. Yeah. And I still feel like we're getting close to that. We are. I think I read something somewhere that, like, some show is going to say fuck or something like that. But then, like, I don't know if it was um, because I was watching it on Netflix and maybe they had, like, a little extra special thing or whatever. But when I was watching The People, the People versus O.J. Simpson... At one of the end of the episodes, Sarah Paulson was looking at a newspaper and she just went, motherfucker. And I was like, you can say motherfucker on cable now? I thought it cut away at like the last second where it goes motherfucker and then it like cut away. Oh, okay. Um, Because I I don't know. I I don't have cable. So I watch everything on Netflix, YouTube. I watched it on Netflix because I I binged watched that People vs. O.J. Simpson because that was oh my I lived that girl I was oh I that know was like, I did too I was I was young but I remember it that was my high school life I remember like my mom watched that trial all day every day 
Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, my mom watched it too. So like I I think honestly think that's where my my love of like true crime kind of sprang from because it was I was what? It was 94. Mm-hmm. I was 7 when it happened. Yeah. And so like that whole I mean that trial lasted what like 2 years, something stupid like that. It was long. So time. that was it was a long ass trial. Um but like that was my like formative years i guess or whatever like i was young and impressionable so maybe that's why i like murderers so much uh i can't wait to watch the new one about versace but um i guess i will wait until i can binge watch that because i don't really yeah i don't really watch shows on like cable as they're airing like i don't know like i but then i did watch star trek discovery every week but that's like an extra level of nerddom that is for, for, for like a very specific crowd i'm watching that waco show that's of course you are I mean, yeah, I'm super obsessed with Waco. Like, I, it's so fascinating. Um, but yeah, I'm watching that Waco show. Actually, that's what I was doing when, uh, when you when you called me. I had to pause it because I was that's what I was watching. Um, but no, it's actually really good. Like, um, what's his name? John Leguizamo's in it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and like the chick who plays Supergirl, and she was on Glee. Oh. She's in it. Yeah, so it's it's really good. It's a good show if you ever get it around to watching it and you like. Is that is that, that like a mini series, like American Crime Story or whatever? Or is that just... yeah? So okay. it's basically covering. Um, it covers like the first episode covers uh right up until the start of the siege, and then um the next few episodes cover like the whole thing. So I think like the first few episodes are like the first like six days or whatever, and then I'm sure it's gonna fast forward into like the the 51 day standoff. So. It'll be interesting to see how they cover when the compound goes up in flames because they're 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 showing both like from the Branch Davidians point of view and the FBI ATF point of view. So like it'll be really interesting to see if they show like what's happening on the inside of the compound on the show. Is it going to get an Emmy, though? I don't know. I mean, it might. It's actually, it's very well done. It's on the, I didn't even know Paramount had its own network, but it's on the Paramount network. Oh, oh yes. Because that, that awful, awful looking Mean Girls. The, no, not Mean Girls. Oh my God. The OG Mean Girls, Heathers was, oh. that was on the Paramount thing. I don't even know if that even made it to air. It looks so awful. Oh, was it a show? Yeah. It was like a Heathers show, but like, oh, that's weird. oh man, they destroyed it. Go look at a trailer for it, but like don't eat beforehand. I found, um, I found out that they did an American version of the IT crowd. Did you ever watch that show I did. on BBC? Fa- I did. I saw the BBC one, a little bit of that. Have you tried turning it off and then on again? Um, yeah. But I, I actually saw the American pilot, the one with Joel McHale. Yeah, it's basically a shot-for-shot remake, and it's so bad. It's bad. Like, I don't understand. And, like, the guy who plays Moss on in the British one plays Moss on the American one, and I don't understand – how it's so terrible but i mean i guess it's different because it's like british comedy and then when british comedy is being performed by british people okay it's funny but then like they try to be like oh well the the american version of the office ended up being more successful than the british version of the office which the like maybe we the first episode was a shot for shot remake of that as well because i have actually watched the entire british office i think the british office is brilliant but it is a very different type of comedy like it's it's almost like a completely different show it really yeah. Is. So I mean, they they tried to they they probably tried to like bank off of that, and it just it just failed. And I'm I love Joel McHale, like I'm a huge fan of Community, um, but yeah, that was just oh, ouch. I watched maybe like 15 minutes of it, and I was like, okay, I've had enough. 
Well, let's get into some news for tonight okay. and talk about um, other streaming stuff because the first story happens to be about streaming. So I thought Yay. that would be a good lead in. So the Disney thing. So we've talked about it before, right? And I'm a little ugh on the Disney thing because here we go. Yet another company wanting to do a streaming service that wants five, ten bucks, you know, whatever a month to do it, which yeah. sidebar. Did you hear who else is launching a streaming service? I sorry. I can't help but laugh. Fox News. Oh, for, well, you know, they, at least they're going to have the president's money. for Yeah, for like the ultra extra people like Fox News crowd. My mom. Yeah, your mom, basically. So good luck with that. Uh, anyway, so Disney is also doing their streaming service, and it was announced, uh, well, unofficially. I guess this is like sourced from the Hollywood Reporter, so it's still kind of like in that rumor stage. But apparently Disney is working on a reboot of The Muppets. Now, this story indicates that it's the ABC version that, ironically, we were just talking about The Office, right? The Muppets kind of did The Office thing, but with The Muppets, I loved it. Like, I know some people thought it was terrible. I thought it was fucking funny. Like, I, 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 watched, it for, I watched a few episodes, and yeah, it was pretty good. Like, it, it seemed to have, a, like, I think it, for whatever reason, being on ABC, it probably had these ratings demands to me, and then when it wasn't meeting it, it had to, like, creatively shift and all this stuff. Maybe being on a streaming service is going to be much better for it. But it yeah. it seems weird that they would revisit it all these years later. But then again, pff, that's what we do now. Hello, Will and Grace. Hello, everything we talked about in the first episode. So yeah, yeah. Um, and the Muppets don't age either. <laughs> no, of course not. I mean, they've been the same since the seventies. That's right. And we love them for it. That's right. But the other thing is, well, since you brought up the seventies, my thought is, well, who's to say this is a reboot of the ABC show, and why wouldn't they go back and revisit like? The Muppet Show from the seventies, or even do you remember Muppets Tonight from the nineties? It was yes. a, it was TGIF. It was kind of like the Muppet Show, but for the nineties. Yeah, yeah. So well, I mean, they're redoing they're redoing um, Muppet Babies. Yes, I heard. I heard because they erased Skeeter from existence. <gasps> yeah, Skeeter's not in it. They replaced. How do you erase Skeeter from existence? They replaced her with a penguin baby, like a new character that's a penguin. And obviously, I'm not no. going to complain because I love penguins. But I don't like. Okay, if okay, you know those memes that go around the internet that say one gotta go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If you showed me a picture of all the Muppet babies and said one gotta go, who are you gonna pick? I'm gonna pick Skeeter. Yeah, that's true. Like, like Skeeter I, or Rolf? No, you do not get rid of Rolf. Why would you get rid of Rolf? Then who's going to play the piano? That's true. I mean, Skeeter doesn't really do anything, does she? No, it's just and Skeeter wasn't really a Muppet to begin with. I don't think. I think Skeeter kind of yeah, showed up. It was for just a... Scooter. It yeah. was Scooter because Scooter was the the nerdy one exactly. who like was the manager and all that. Like I liked Scooter in the Muppet movie. Yes, but yeah, the Muppet I movie's don't... great. What's that? The Muppet movies, great. I love the Muppet movies. I kind of wish they'd do another one. I mean, uh, they had the the ones recently, right? That that were pretty good yeah. too. Yeah, but I mean, like they're not as good as like the original Muppet movie. Like the original Muppet movie is just so good. Nothing ever will be, though, girl. I know it's just a girl can dream, but like I liked, um, I like Muppets from Space. That was pretty fun. Yeah, and then of course there's the one with Tim Curry in it, the Muppet Treasure Island. So oh, that's oh my god. Yeah, That's, that was my that was my jam because that movie came out when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. So like, mm -hmm. I love that and the Muppet the Muppet Christmas Carol. 
they're all all the Muppet movies are pretty great. So I think I did. I think I saw Muppets in Space in the theater. Actually, I think I remember going to see that in the theater. That was probably like the weakest of the Muppet movies, but it's you know even like my least favorite flavor of ice cream is still ice cream. Like yeah yeah. Anyway, um, the show has not found a writer yet. So I but but the Disney thing isn't even supposed to launch till 2019. So. And, you know, they already know who they're going to cast. <laughs> it's going to be the Muppets, although I imagine there'd be some human actors, too. Um, sure. Anyway, also, there's some other projects. Apparently, again, this is all rumors, but I thought I would get uh, uh, Victoria's reaction to this anyway because she's such a Disney fan. So Disney is apparently exploring projects based on Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, they, they need to let that one go. That 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 yeah. Like okay, we no. did Honey I Shrunk the Audience. We did the Honey I Shrunk the Kids Land in fucking Florida. Like okay, Honey I Shrunk the Kids was twenty years ago. Not even more than that. Thirty years ago. We'll let it go. We will never. One of my favorite porno parody titles of all time. Honey, I blew up my pussy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. But then you have it's like, that's just a cave situation, and nobody wants that. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Come on, don't you love porno titles based on? Like, I mean, yes, I, yes, yes. But like, think about that. Like, I what, no, no, you're not supposed. No, Victoria, that's the problem. You put think and porn in the same sentence. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. I'm just my brain hurts now. I'm just confused. I just see this giant fucking vulva. <laughs> just like, the fucking the, in the in the South Park movie when when. When uh, Stan's <laughs> looking for the clitoris, that, I am the clitoris. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I broke Rob. <laughs> it's just so stupid. I can hear the clicks of unsubscribes around the world right now. All right, sorry guys. <laughs> Not all of China's on this show. I promise. All right, back to the Disney shit. All right. Uh, yeah. Other Disney titles, family-friendly streaming network, include. Father of the Bride. Why? I don't. I don't know that one. I can't explain either. I always thought that series was kind of like Steve Martin's like vehicle, and I don't exactly see him getting into like Netflix type stuff. So yeah. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with that. Maybe if they had some really strong actors behind it, I don't know. Um, the Mighty Ducks. Okay, I mean that's you know you're you, they're definitely. With you know the titles that you've given me so far, yeah. they're definitely playing on like my generation's yeah. desire for nostalgia. Yes, and the, the Mighty Ducks out of out of this whole list, the the last one is the Parent Trap, and the Parent Trap ain't shit without the right like destined for infamy actress in the role, such as Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, like, I'm sorry if it's not Lindsay Lohan, I don't I don't care. Or um the original Haley Mills. You know, we have a mutual friend, you and I, hmm. who hates The Parent Trap, and he hates it so much that he's never seen the cinema, the cinematic masterpiece that is the Lindsay Lohan one. What? Who's that? John. Really? Yes. Well, we need to fix this. We need a we need an intervention. <laughs> yeah, we do because, like, he and I were when he and I were talking about our Disney podcast that we want to do, mm -hmm. like, oh, that he John. Was, like, I thought, oh, I thought you meant my old roommate John, the other John. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Reading is fundamental, John. Yeah. Okay. Like he yeah, he he doesn't like it. And I'm just like, okay, we need to change this because the did Haley Mills you, did one. You just say his is last okay. name. You just said his last name on air. I'm gonna have to bleep that. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. 
Let I people. Forget that this, I forget that it's not just you and me talking sometimes. <laughs> Let people have their privacy. Sorry. That's right. Sorry, John. That's right. Anyway, um, the Mighty Ducks. Uh, I I would see that one. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. So where was I? Are Bef- these movie remakes or TV remakes? I this TV is Disney's show. Disney streaming service. Well, they're just saying projects. So that's a good point. It could be either or. It could be either or. They or. could just be putting those movies on because I know Mighty Ducks and Parent Trap, like those are all. And I think Honey, I Hunk the Kids. Those are all Disney movies. They were. I don't but, know about. I think they, I don't know about Father of the Bride. Father of Bride was movies. It was like a trilogy. I know, I know it was a movie, but those are all Disney. Like those are all Disney oh. titles. I think I think Father of the Bride was Touchstone, which, which was, was part of Disney. Yeah. So I mean they could just be adding these movies to their um to like to their, their streaming service instead of doing a reboot, which if that's you know, if that's what they're gonna do, that's what I hope they're gonna do. Um, because you know how I feel about reboots. Well, if we're going to the Touchstone stuff, then where's my Romeo and Michelle 30th high school reunion movie? That's what I want to see. <laughs> I bet um, I bet what's her name still telling Toby to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> or just honest to God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just have drag queens do it. Just like. Oh, a, I know. As much as I love Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino and. and just Nate, have Trixie and Katya do it. And we'll seriously. Be happy. Seriously. Just give it to drag queens. Yeah, because Rob and I went, I went up to San Francisco to see the Romeo and Michelle uh, drag version with Rob and some of our friends, and it, it was amazing. It was everything. It was everything I ever needed in life. Yeah, and more because you know. Oh. And then I got to meet Katya a few weeks later and hang out with Katya, and it was amazing. Not that you're bragging about it or anything, though. I'm sorry. I'm going to brag about that until I die. No, because... I don't blame you. Which I do I do think it's funny, though, that you have, like, met and, like, kind of, like, quasi hung out with Katya. And I've met and quasi hung out with Trixie. Yeah. <laughs> and when because, I say like, quasi I love, hung I, out, I, I mean, Trixie. like, I love, we were at the I same party. I love Katya party. more than I love Trixie, so. Yeah. No, it all works. It all works. Anyway, yeah. speaking of streaming shows, you've been watching one, right? Yeah, oh my god. Have you been watching the new Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? No, I didn't I didn't go out of my way to check it out because I was a little bit like, uh, I don't know how I feel about them like having new people and stuff, but everybody tells me it's really good and I need to get over it. It is the most empowering and positive show on TV right now. Really? That's quite the recommendation. Yeah. Like it's not just it's not just these guys going into like okay you're a mess i'm gonna fix you like they're fixing the external things but like also they're working on like the internal things with these people so it's not just like oh you're gonna we're gonna go and you know take you shopping and get you new clothes and fix your house and teach you how to cook no it's like hey we're gonna um you know hey we're gonna we're gonna fix you on the inside so you know that it's okay for you to be you so it's very like in this world where, you know, we have it's it's everything is so, you know, everything's so just so tumultuous right now. It's like it's just good to have this show that makes you feel okay too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really sweet. I, I I'll check it out. Everybody tells me they cry, cry and cry and cry and cry at all the episodes. Yeah, I read this tweet that was like, um, okay, no more next Netflix and chill. Let's queer eye and cry. <laughs> I like, like that. Um, 
but no, I think one of the best uh, one of the best episodes um, was about this guy named AJ, um, who had a boyfriend, but he hadn't come out to his stepmom yet. And one of the hosts um, basically uh, sat him down and was like, um, you know, don't let that fear that they're not going to accept you hold on to you. Like, don't let it hold on to you anymore. He tells him, he's like, you are the epitome of what it is to be a strong, beautiful black gay man. And like, that's just generally the whole, like the way the whole show feels. And it's like the worst thing about this show is that there are only eight episodes. I'm sure there'll be more. Everybody's talking about it. Netflix has been pretty lenient when it comes to the reboots, except for Sense8, which was bullshit. But anyway, at least they're getting a movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think Netflix will do it. I can't imagine that's an expensive show to make. At least Sensate, like, probably had a big budget with the names that were in it, but I can't imagine Queer Eye is an expensive show to make. Yeah. No, and of course not, but it's like, it's like, yeah, there are only eight episodes on this show, but I need, I need season two, like, yesterday. So they don't just do straight guys. Like, I remember the old show would do, like, a gay guy as, like, a stunt thing, but, like, so there's, because I could use the queer eye guys to fix my life. Cause I'm a fucking mess too. <laughs> like, um, yeah, the so, st- yeah, they're, they're doing, they're doing, um, straight guys and gay guys. So Cause all those you know, stereotypes like fashion, like cooking. I don't do, I don't do any of that shit. Like, yeah, I could go to a store and buy Rob a brown shirt and he's like, Oh my God, this is the best shirt I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Shut up. I like we'd earthy shopping, tones. We'd go shopping and he'd always buy shirts that were either black Brown, blue, or green. And that's it. Drag me, expose me. I love you. Uh, The shirt I'm wearing right now is purple. Thank you very much. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Um, But, I mean, this show is just so... It's so good. You need to watch it. Like, if you're ever having a bad day, like, just sit down and watch Queer Eye, and, like, it'll just... You'll feel better. And... All of the hosts are wonderful, um, and it's just it's just a good feel good show. Like sit down, have yourself a pint of ice cream and a big ass glass of Frivolo, and just live your best life and watch this show. Did they pay you for that ad? Because I think they paid RuPaul and Michelle for that ad. <laughs> Did they pay you for that I know. ad? I should get. I'm gonna write them. But like, hi, I talked about you on my show. Can I have money, please? Give me a dollar. I'm poor. Or at least fix my life. <laughs> or, yeah. Please come to my apartment and tell me what to do with the fabric hordes that are on my floor because it's seriously like a war zone in here right now. I oh. live in a post-apocalyptic Joann's. <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of fabric and all the colors of the rainbow, let's talk about breakfast cereal. Yes. Uh, I love breakfast cereal. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Um... I usually rotate between um, I'll do Apple Jacks uh, and I love Lucky Charms. Oh, then this news will make you happy. Uh, they're going to okay. change Lucky Charms. What? Why yep. is that going to make me happy? Why would I want that? Well, Lucky Charms is good as it is. You need to you need to get used to change because this is what happens sometimes. So they are getting rid of one of the marshmallows. So you will know which one. one. What? Huh? Which one? The yellow hourglass is going away. Okay. Yeah, again, one got to go, right? I didn't even know there was an hourglass in Lucky Charms. I thought it was, wasn't it? Uh, Heart stars and horseshoes, clovers and balloons, pots of gold and rainbows, and the red balloons. That's the fucking, that's it. 
Damn, bitch. Yeah. I would have never it's known my, that. That's I'm good. Like my goddamn lucky charms. Okay. All right. Well, now you're going to have to work the word unicorn into that because there is oh, now going to be a unicorn marshmallow that they're adding to Lucky Charms. General Mills announced this on a uh, announced, announced this new decision. I guess they took a poll. And when you poll the internet, things like this happen. And there are going to be. Uh, uh, marshmallows with unicorns and I'm looking at the picture and they actually I mean they're never going to look like the pictures like Lucky Charms is like I it's just different blobs in different colors but if you get one that's picture perfect it actually is like the white unicorn head with the rainbow mane and rainbow horn so that's pretty cool okay so there I you just go. thought right now I was like ooh maybe I'll have a bowl of Lucky Charms for dinner and then I realized I don't have any milk oh so... well okay here's the thing here's the thing I don't I don't really care for Lucky Charms, but there's a good reason for it. I don't like Lucky Charms because I don't have milk with cereal. I think okay, it's Okay, you're gross. <laughs> I can't do it. I think it's weird. I think it's like sloppy and gross. I just What I, do you eat cereal with? I just I eat it dry. I eat it like a snack. I've You I've, know what? I'm going to have to end this call cuz you're a fucking demon. <laughs> No, what's wrong? There's nothing wrong with it. What if I was lactose intolerant, you insensitive woman? That, that sounds like a personal fucking problem, and you learn to deal with it. <laughs> you get your ass some lactate or some soy milk or some almond milk or some bullshit because they have every other kind of milk under the fucking sun right now, and then you can go and have yourself a delicious bowl of milk, bowl of cereal with some milk. Would you ruin Lucky Charms with soy milk? Really? <laughs> I mean, soy milk is disgusting. One time when I was living with Matt, we ran out of milk while I was making macaroni and cheese. And he's like, just use some soy milk in there. And it fucking ruined it. Oh, no. Yeah, that ruined it. Absolutely. And then, like, I it. used some soy milk and it was so gross. He's like, you can't even taste it. I'm like, you, I, yes, I can. You can have the rest of this. And I just gave him the whole big ass pot of macaroni and cheese. I was so mad. Did he eat it all? <laughs> he did. <laughs> the mac and cheese with the fried chicken that I make. Yeah. Mm, Sounds delicious. Um, it's super good. But yeah, I eat when you cereal use it with dry. regular milk, not soy milk. You don't yes, you don't need you. milk with cereal. It's overrated and it's it's more calories and fat that you don't need. So um, yeah, I just calories eat, fat that I don't need. I like uh, I like Frosted Flakes and I like Crispix is really good too. My all time favorite is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I like Cinnamon Toast Crunch too. Yeah. I sometimes I'll sometimes I'll cycle in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, sometimes I feel like I need some Captain Crunch in my life. Uh, I also like Honeycomb a lot. Oh, okay. Honeycomb's pretty good. It's a good underrated cereal. Um, you know they make they make Frosted Flakes with Lucky Charms marshmallows in it? They do? I have a box of that. I have a box of that shit at work. Okay, that I might have to try. But I don't know. Again, the marshmallows are going to be nasty without milk, and even I recognize that, and I'm not going to compromise my morals just to make the marshmallows taste better. So I'll just have Frosted I eat, Flakes. I eat the marshmallows without milk. Do You do? I do. I'll sit there and pick them out. Oh, oh, I see. Call yeah. me out. Call me out, Miss. I'll eat the marshmallows I'm without sorry. milk. They they sell bags of just Lucky Charms marshmallows on the internet, sir. So clearly, I am not in the minority on this. Thank you very much. <laughs> they sell everything on the internet. Yes, they do. But I they sell big ass bags of it, and then on the Lucky Charms boxes, they advertise, "Hey, win a box of just Marky, Lucky Charms marshmallows." So. I'm not in the wrong here. 
Now, is it you're actual, in the wrong? Is it actual wrong. Lucky Charms or is it like Winco brand Lucky Charms where it's no, like it's actual you Lucky know, Charms? Like I don't do that nasty ass <laughs> generic shit. It's got good be the fortune real stuff or trinkets breakfast cereal. Like, I'll eat generic things. Like I'll eat generic Frosted Flakes because that's the same shit. Um, I'll eat generic like if it's just like Honey Nut Cheerios. I'll eat generic Honey Nut Cheerios, but like. Things that are like specific brand things. So like I won't eat generic Lucky Charms. I won't eat generic um, Captain Crunch. Uh, I found that Cinnamon Toast Crunch is pretty much the same generic or regular. Um, but yeah, when you get that Lucky Charms, like the marshmallows are weird. And there's some weird ass coating on the, the grainy parts. And it's just not good. So no. Even when I was super broke, I was like, I'll pay $4 for a box of Lucky Charms. All right. And then just eat raw the rest of my life you're making me hungry so let's move on to something else okay 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 sorry i'll change the subject no more breakfast cereal talk thank you um so apparently uh my wildest dreams are coming true uh gaston is coming over to your house for a swimsuit party oh my god i would fucking literally explode no um so there are they're releasing Harry Potter wands that track your spells and let you play magical laser tag. <laughs> there's a part of me that's kind of surprised this isn't already a thing, but then there's also a part of me that's like, oh God, it's going to get lit at Universal Studios because Victoria, as she's entering her 30s, will give absolutely no fucks about getting one of these and walking around in her Bellatrix cosplay y yelling spell names at people and zapping them with death. I mean, I did that when I uh, when I went to Universal Studios in my Bellatrix cosplay for a photo shoot. So, <laughs> like, I was glaring at little children who were staring at me. I was like, all the kids who were wearing Gryffindor robes, I would just, Gryffindor, and just, like, walk away and, like, glare at people. It was so much fun. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, so, I'm surprised Universal lets people do that. They don't give a fuck. That's awesome. Like, I really want to go in my Fiona costume and mean mug the parks Fiona. Like, <laughs> I really want to, I really want to do that. So okay. bad. Don't get the privilege taken away from everybody else. I know, I'm not going to do anything. I just want to mean mug her and be like, yo, bitch, you stealing my man? <laughs> <laughs> so are, are you going to buy, how much, do you know how much these cost yet? Are you going to buy Not one? a whole lot of money, surprisingly enough. Like, really? honestly, I was shocked to find out how cheap these things are. They're twenty five dollars. Well, that's not bad. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> you know, there's the um, Harry Potter cell phone game coming out eventually from the you know folks that do Pokemon Go and Ingress, which you know I play those games more than I care to admit. So you have the little wrist thing that you wore at Disneyland when yeah. we were there. You don't have to tell everybody about that. <laughs> he wore yes. this like wrist thing that would vibrate. And, like, light up whenever there was an imaginary Pokemon nearby so he could try to catch it. It's called a Pokemon Go Plus. Gosh, Victoria. <laughs> I feel like that, like, kid's mom who's just like, okay, dear, you go play with your Nintendo. And you're like, God, mom is Nintendo. Ah. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. I don't want a Harry Potter wand, you nerd. It's like when, my, when I was a kid and my mom would make fun of me because I love Power Rangers. And she would go, she'd sing the song like, go, go, power riches, like that. And I'm like, this is not how it goes, mom. <laughs> what? That's so, I don't even understand. I don't know. It, I had a weird childhood. I don't know. My mom was drunk all the time. So like, I don't know. 
uh, yeah, so this Harry Potter wand thing, you can get them in the shape of Harry's wand, um, Voldemort's wand, or Dumbledore's wand, which is also the Elder Wand, um, for those of you who read the books. Um, and it allows you to track, it, it tracks if you're correctly casting 11 program spells with accurate wrist and arm movements. Good lord. So, like, it actually tracks to see if you're like maneuvering your wand correctly while you're trying to perform these spells. I would, I would talk about what a big nerd this thing, this is, but you just e exposed me and my Pokemon go plus. So I guess I can't say shit. So I'm just going to sit here and smile and nod. <laughs> and it's like, so it says a series of lights and sounds will tell you if you got a passing grade. These spells are all Hogwarts school age appropriate though, since these are designed for kids, even though that won't stop us from getting them. Um, which means that none of the unforgivable curses are included, which is unfortunate because I would love to run around and try to crucio people to death. Well, um, you know, one thing, but... we, one thing we always say on the video game show, OLR, is that hackers are going to hack. So maybe there's a way that these wands are going to get hacked so that you can use the killing curses on them. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, so it gives you like a list of like spells that you can use. So it's all like... Um, it's like the, the spell that you can use to like recall what the last spell in your wand cast was, um, the Wingardium Leviosa. So if you saw the first movie, it's Leviosa, not Leviosa. Um, but, uh, it also has, God, um, mom, that's not how the song goes. No <laughs> goes, mom, God. Um, <laughs> Uh, it has Incendio, which lights a fire, Locomotor, which obviously moves things, um, Revelio, which will reveal things. So it's actually pretty cool. Like, it's got a bunch of um, really cool, like, different spells that you can cast. Um, so you can, in addition to training mode, you can also try spell practice, where you and a friend race to get a spell right. Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's army mode, described as a magical take on rock, paper, scissors. Hmm. And the most competitive sounding game, Wizard Tag, where you try to outduel your foe by draining their wand's power by casting spells on them. So basically a playable form of Harry Potter laser tag. Yeah, but none of, none of it's going to work as smoothly as it's advertised. That's oh, of course not. Technology. But it's like, it's still fucking cool. And like, just looking at the way that they... Um, that they have designed these things like, and they look pretty rad. Um, yeah. And they're only 25 bucks, which I mean, honestly, like shut up and take my money because I want the Voldemort one real bad. This is the future and I love living in it. Yeah. The future is here and it's fucking magical. Uh, Literally. The, the, <laughs> the future also means that you can interact with us uh, very easily from week to week. You can always send us tweets at shaking crying. We're also on Instagram at shaking and crying. Although it's a little hard to, it's harder to send us messages there, right? I mean, yeah, you can DM us, but um, you can leave comments on the stupid shit that I post. You're so, basically you're basically just sending messages to Victoria because I don't I don't know Instagram. I know how to run an Instagram for my cat, and that's it. And I don't know Twitter, so whenever you tweet things, you're tweeting Rob because I don't fucking know how to do that. There you go. Well, it starts off on Twitter tonight with kind of a question for me, I think, actually. So going to Twitter tonight at uh, twitter.com slash shaking, shaking, crying. Remember, the word and isn't in there because shaking and crying is too long for Twitter. Anyway. Stupid so, Twitter. At shaking, crying from DJ Ronma S, who says, so is this new podcast the spiritual successor to guys on a show? And if so, yes. Also, I heard Sailor Moon cosplay a couple of shows back. I think that photo came across my feed. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, Jamie from OLR was sharing your your Sailor Moon picture with because uh, DJ Rama Estes anime jam session. So that picture would have been relevant to his interest. So I'm pretty sure oh, it was cool. you. Yeah, yeah. Or it may have been Alan. Actually, I feel like Alan may have shared that. Yeah. Alan's, oh, well, Alan's, thanks, guys. Alan's in the kitchen going, yep, yeah, it was me. Uh, about, oh, thanks, Alan. <laughs> about the podcast being a successor to Guys on a Show. So um, if you guys didn't know, I used to host a show with my buddy Exver called Guys on a Show, and it was also a little bit about, like, general tech and things like that. But uh, the quick answer to your question is no, it's not a successor to Guys on a Show because I don't consider Guys on a Show done. It's more like on hiatus, and I'm hoping that, you know, at some point Exver and I will have the time and we can do a second season at some point. Like that Netflix. Fun fact, I was a guest on Guys on a Show. You were. You did guest on Guys on a Show on the Disney. It had to be the Disney episode. It was the Disneyland episode. Yep. Yeah, it was like. I'm a, was, I'm a grown ass woman and I love Disneyland. Yep, that was it. That was it. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, and you'll notice we don't really do the same like rotating guest here. Although I'm sure at some point we'll have guests on this show. Uh, it's just it's just a different vibe. The chemistry between Victoria and I is one thing. Victoria is an extifer and that changes everything. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to disappoint you. No, I don't think it's a disappointment. It's just I think it's just the fact that here I am doing a show not about gaming. And the only other yeah. show I did that wasn't about gaming was guys on a show because and before you correct me, reading is fundamental. Drag race. Drag race is like gay Olympics. So that is a game. I mean, yeah, that's true. It is. It, yeah. So anyhow. I, I get where you get the where you kind of draw the similar conclusion, but um, no, there's there's room in this world for both. Anyhow, uh, speaking you of, you still listen to this show though because we're awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, and we're just not doing guys on a show right now. Um, maybe someday, I hope. Anyway, um, going to uh, Drag Race actually kind of inspired a poll that I put on our Twitter just out of the blue because I don't know if you saw. Dra well, of course, you saw Drag Race this, this week. Like, what kind of flame dame are you if you didn't watch a Drag Race? Um, Duh. So, of course, Snatch Game was this week, and Ben de la Creme, which basically the show is Ben de la Creme's Drag Race right now, Ben de la Creme did Paul Lind, and I gay gasped because Paul Lind, of course, infamous for being the center square on Hollywood Squares and always making those, like, jokes that you could get away with in the 70s on TV, like, that had the double entendres about being gay. It was the exact same thing as Charles Nelson Riley on the match game, but yes. I fucking grew up on those 70s and 80s game shows because... Me too. I was, yeah, and I, you weren't born in the 70s. I was born in 78, but I wasn't old enough to, you know, know these shows when they were first on, but they were in reruns, like, all the time. I'm like... Yeah, that's how I got to watch them. Exactly, exactly. So, like, I watched old game shows religiously, and so I ran a poll on our Shaking Crying that said, the ultimate queen of all game shows from the 1970s. So in fourth place was Brett Summers with 6%. I'm the one person who voted for Brett Summers. No, you're not because we actually got a tweet from, uh, it was Marin Marvel who actually tweeted us saying, I feel like those who voted Betty White didn't know the others. Hashtag team Brett with a Hell gift yeah. of Brett Summers. So there you go. Um, but second place, or excuse me, third place was Paul Lind. Uh, second place was Charles Nelson Riley, and first place, which I guess I just gave away in that tweet, 62% of the vote for Betty White. Yeah, and I mean, I, I know Betty White was on Password a lot, and she was on Match Game a lot. Yeah. Um, but she was married to the guy who was the host of Password, so she that's was. why she was on it all the time. She was. She was married um, to Alan Ludden. And then, God, it didn't end there. They went on the... Um, the thing that was like the newlywed game was celebrity couples, and I can't remember the name of it all of a sudden in the moment. And then she was on the game where they play charades. They run a lot of these on Buzzer right now, which has a Twitch channel. 
So, like, oh. I'll just go onto Twitch and watch Buzzer on my Xbox for, like, I mean, they tend to rerun the same stuff every few hours, and I cannot stand, I cannot stand Louis Anderson's Family Feud. So Oh, I, yeah, no, it's, I mean, Steve Harvey's Family Feud is okay. It's just getting, the sex joke thing is just getting too much. But, like, I'm sorry, with fucking um, Richard Dawson was the perfect host. Yeah. Where he was just basically feeling up, like, 18-year-old girls and macking on them. It's so good. Yeah. And Ray Combs wasn't bad either as far as, like, successors go. And I still like Steve Harvey, but I do agree that it's become a little bit one note. But I, I do still like Steve Harvey as a game show host. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, YYR on Twitter saying, to be honest, I didn't necessarily feel that she's the queen of the 70s, but I had to answer Betty White because she's the most ultimate all years. Oh, I see. So so calling us on the decade thing. Okay. That's all we got on game shows. Here's some other tweets. Uh, we got a tweet from OMG, it's John890, who said, I love when I find a brand new podcast and listen to all their episodes in a work shift. At Shaking Crying, emoji, emoji, emoji with the okay fingers. So... Thanks, John. Thank you. Yeah, I almost feel bad when people binge listen to this, though, because then, because then it's like, oh, you got to wait a week for another episode. And then it's, what day in the week are we actually going to do it? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry that this one's late. Like, I had a really, really, really bad day yesterday. Um, it took me an hour and a half to get home when it normally takes me 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a wicked headache. So I was in no mood to, like, be happy and like be peppy on the show to just be me being like fuck everything i hate everybody everyone's the worst so like it's all good girl it's all good sometimes you need mental health for waiting guys it's all good we're gonna try to be better about recording on time i kind of like it though like as long as we're like putting out an episode a week i kind of like that oh it's a little surprise it's a little it's a little nugget waiting for you on itunes See, that would drive me nuts because the last, like, the one show that I listened to religiously, uh-huh. their final, they just, fin- they did a, a, a five episode, um, like, series about Jonestown, and the last episode of the series came out, like, a day late, and I was like, where the fuck is it? Like, I was getting, like, I need this! So, like, yeah, I get it if, like, you guys are like me where you find a show that you like, and if it's not out on time, I get angry. All right, we'll try our best. We'll try our best to stay regular. Although, girl, that was me and missing Richard Simmons. Oh my god, that show was so Did you did you binge that one? No. It's so good. Oh my god, binge it. It's like 6 episodes, like 30 minutes an episode. Okay. Okay. Anyway, lastly but not leastly. Okay, there was a question for me and now here's a question for you, my dear. Um okay. from Marcus Boy who tweets us, "Has Victoria gone to a Disneyland After Dark event?" I went to one hosted by my college this month. After the families with children left, lines went from five to ten minutes to no wait. And then uh, Marcus actually sent a pic of the Pirates of the Caribbean with, like, nobody in the boat. And I'm just making sure that's not my ex that's loading the boats. No, it is not. So, because I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. Probably probably not in public. But um, so, like... I was dating this guy for several months and he just like straight up ghosted me, like stopped returning my call. So I was like, okay, I guess this relationship is over. Uh, And then I did not see him again until years later when I was at fucking Disneyland and I was there with my pal Melody, who who listens to the show. Hey, Melody. Hey, girl. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell a Melody story. And she's I, I'm already seeing the text message coming in with it. What did you talk about on the show? Um, so here's the thing. But it's a funny story, girl. So anyway, so uh, we get up there. We get to the front. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's my ex. My ex is the one that's loading the boats on Pirates of the Caribbean. And so I kind of, like, looked down. I'm, like, looking away. I'm like, Melody, don't ask me questions. Just I need you to be the one to say to this guy how many are in our party. And then I'll tell you when we're on our way and she's like 
you know, she does that whole, okay. <laughs> and so she says, you know, two, and we get in the boat. And like, as finally the boat takes off, she, she just gives me that look that says, the fuck was that about? Right. Mm-hmm. And I went, girl, that was my ex blank X's name here redacted. Right. And, yeah. uh, and Melody turns around and loudly exclaims, he got fat. <laughs> I did see him at Disneyland as well. And yes, I agree. He did get fat. Which look, we- look, I'm not, I'm not going to fat shame people because I think people of all shapes and sizes are wonderful. And I don't want to do that here on the show. However, he ghosted me. You guys, I got to take, I got to take little things where I can, you know? So anyway, everything happens for a reason though. I, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have found Alan and, you know, got married eight years later. So, all exactly. Well. Everything happens for a reason. All but well. to answer our dear, dear Twitter question. Oh, yeah. That was um, a you question. I have not a been. Question. I went to the very first Disney After Dark event. I went to the I paid the ninety eight dollars or whatever it was um, to go to their throwback night um, where I was going to make a really cute um, Cinderella Disney bound. But it ended up not happening. So I just wore this super cute uh, retro dress that I had. Uh, gotten for burlesque and I rhinestone the shit out of it. So like during the day I sparkled like a goddamn disco ball. Um, however, my friend that I went with my friend, Aaliyah, who I spoke about last week, um, she went with us and she made a fucking main street electrical parade dress that lit up. Cause she's extra as fuck. Oh God. I saw it though. It was so like, good. It was so yeah, good. Like she had, she made like the floats on her skirt and then on the back of her jacket it was the drum that said Main Street Electrical Parade. Fun fact, if you ever wear outfits that light up at Disneyland, they will make you go into the bathroom with them and show them how your shit works to make sure you're not a walking bomb. Because I, like, I, I was though. sitting waiting for her at Plaza Inn, and she's like, I have to go into the bathroom. She texts me. And she's like, I have to go to the bathroom with a female security guard so I can like quasi-undress to show her how my light my lights work. You know what though? Better safe than sorry. And I, exactly. Yeah, and I told her that and I was like, you know, it's that's a good thing that, you know, they're they're that thorough because sometimes they just like shine their flashlight in my purse and they're like, "Yeah, you're fine." Um, but other times they'll like, "Okay, can you take this out? Can you take this out? Can you take this out? Unzip this, that, and this." And like they'll be super thorough. Um, but yeah, so they will like double extra frisk you. And like she and I were talking about doing um, our map dresses as Dapper Day dresses one year. I think for the fall we're planning on that. And she's like, I want to light it up. I'm like, bitch, I don't want to have to undress and strip for a fucking security guard so they can see how our damn costumes work. Like, let's just go on the fact that these are already wow statements and like do it with rhinestones or something. Like, I'll sit there and stone something for hours and hours, but I don't want to go into the bathroom with a stranger and like have them like see me get half naked to make sure that I'm not a walking bomb. <laughs> so yes, I have been and it was really, really fun. And we had a really good time. Um, it was like going to the Halloween parties where it was like a limited uh, amount of people, but it was an even smaller crowd than the Halloween parties. So it was like, I think we walked on to basically all of the rides that we went on that day. Yeah. Plus, I think I had, plus they had vintage characters. So I got to actually meet the blue fairy um, oh, wow. and then like Merlin was walking around and like Flora Fauna and Meriwether were walking around. Holy crap. 
I know. It was That's so for cool. the nerds. And then Aurora and her super gay Prince Philip were walking around. It was really cool. That's cool. I think if I go back to Disneyland anytime soon, it would be for something like that. I think that would be like more of my gig right now. Yeah, and like you should definitely come down for one of the Halloween parties because those are super fun. Like sure. we have a good time every year. So I mean, I usually go to more than one. I went to two last year. Um, so I'll, I do like two or three every year. Nice. So. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for the tweet, Marcus Boy. And thank you to everybody. Uh, send us more tweets for next week at Shaking Crying. Hey, actually, this week, uh, you can also, by the way, I, I d- didn't plug this, but you can uh, leave us comments on our uh, show page over at vognetwork.com. That's vognetwork.com, uh, which is also linked to if you just want to go to shakingandcrying.com. You can leave comments there and we'll read them, um, although uh, we just don't have any yet. But we did get an email. So what? I don't usually shout this out but i think it's in the written description so you can always email us shaking and crying uh podcast i think it has to be shaking and crying podcast at gmail.com see i don't even know the email address i don't say it enough but i think it's shaking and crying podcast at gmail.com so uh we did get an email and this is an email from azet and i'm gonna read it for you it says hi guys i'm listening to your recent v-day episode love the show love you too uh and when y'all got to the part about the 50 shades books just had to share the bestest thing. There's a gal in the BDSM community who actually read and reviewed the books for her blog. She rips into that whole dumpster fire of a series, both for accuracy and lack of writing skill, and it's awesome. Just wanted to share, keep up the great work, and then she attached the link and put sending from my phone, hope the link works okay, and it did work okay. Um, there's no real easy way for me to read the link to the listeners, but I'll just shout out if you Google um, Busy Biz blog, B-I-Z-Z-Y, B-I-Z blog, that's where this comes from. And you can probably find the part with Fifty Shades. Obviously, I can't read like all of it on air because that you know it's their blog. Uh, but I just love some of these titles. Like for example, well, what, how, how about you tweet the URL out so people can get that? Oh yes, I could do that. I could. I could. What you want me to be proactive? Jeez. Okay. Yes, I can do that. But there's such awesome titles as. Uh, like when she's reviewing chapters 12 to 13 of the first book, 50 tears of woe, <laughs> 50 <laughs> gasps of horror, 50 bags of douche, 50 fucks of this. <laughs> so I just love all the little like clever titles. And yes, uh, I, 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 I don't think I've ever met anybody who's actually into BDSM and that whole scene uh, that actually likes Fifty Shades of Grey. But uh, Victoria, I don't know if you read any of this or you plan to, but. No, I'm definitely planning on reading it. It's just like whenever I do, I do most of my browsing at work. So it's not something that I can, (laughs) you know, she saves her web surfing for when she's on the clock. (laughs) I do. I mean, my job is super chill. (laughs) No, I love it. I love it. My boss and I were sharing BuzzFeed articles with each other on Facebook at work when she was sitting right behind me. (laughs) So, All right, girl, you do you. No, it's great. Uh, Thanks for the email and appreciate that. But that is it for all the listener stuff this week but that that was a lot of tweets and, a, and even an email so thanks you guys we yeah, feel loved and appreciated we love we love hearing from you yeah. um and if you guys have any um any things that you always want us to talk about or like if you have any questions or you know anything like that you know obviously feel free to contact us on any of our various uh means of contact so yep anyway we're gonna wrap it up i think we're uh, we're almost to the point where it might be one of our longest episodes but um i do want to say thanks everybody for listening and uh, of course uh if you enjoyed the show help us spread the word uh because um all the top 
comedy podcasts right now are like celebrities so it's very hard to break through on that we really appreciate like five star reviews on iTunes Google Play um, iHeartRadio all those places you can find this show those little reviews they take like 10 seconds to do and they go a long long way so we really appreciate all that stuff so we really do thank you guys for those of you who have done them we have those we of you have who have reviewed, reviewed the show like thank you very much yes awesome well that's it Victoria I think we are out of here so until next week All right. Hopefully we'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) We'll try our best. Bye. Bye.